mean, it's just more questions you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Ben Rogers here, the Raptors guy, just reacting to some Kawhi Leonard news, Riker. Obviously, that's why we have the Kawhi laughing music playing in the background. We're not sure what part it's at, but Kawhi Leonard obviously left the Toronto Raptors last offseason to go to the LA Clippers, and we even made a video at the time of all the rumors of tampering, sort of back front office shady stuff going on with the LA Clippers. We'll link that video below, but. That sort of talk has been reopened right now, Riker. Last offseason, they were fined over $500,000 for tampering with uh, Paul George and that whole fiasco there, and they ended up giving up six first-round picks to get or something to get Paul George. Obviously, Doc Rivers got fined for tampering, former coach of the LA Clippers, and talking about Kawhi Leonard on the TV show. But now, they're getting uh, sort of accused, and things are coming out about something a lot worse, if you want to break it down, Riker. I do. But first, I want to say... It's not just now. It's not because of this cap circumvention that Kawhi Leonard is potentially becoming a laughing stock. I think he's already a laughing stock that they've re-signed Paul George to $190 million four-year contract. I mean, you you think the Gordon Hayward contract is bad, and then all of a sudden you see Mr. Mr. Bricks, Mr. Pandemic P, one of the least clutch guys that seems in the whole NBA. I'm pretty sure he has an 11-minute YouTube montage of him getting... <laughs> winners it on him that's a that's enough to put Kawhi Leonard into the laughing stock but what's mm-hmm. really going on now and it's really actually a good article put about it on uh reddit is that tampering is one thing it's just going beyond what the leagues you can do in order to convince a player to come before he's actually a free agent they've already been fined as he broke down this one is actually about cap circumvention so i.e paying side money to get a guy within the cap space so you're not paying that luxury tax so you're not going to the hard cap um but then but then on the side committing to some other amount of money so you're you're basically you're you're doing what's legal within what the nba regulates that you can pay a player and then on the side you're giving them extra money as kind of a incentive to come over and so now news is coming it's breaking that jerry west the owner of the clippers uh or the gm of the clipper what is he the owner i know bomber he's he's an advisor to their gm like head of basketball operations guy he was had a similar role with the warriors piecing them together with the lakers in the past the grizzlies so he's like a front office sort of don you know (laughs) Yeah, so it's coming out that he owes $2.5 million to somebody in Kawhi's camp, which I think is hilarious. It's hilarious because we speculated on this, and now there's um, obviously there's leaked voicemails from Jerry West uh, basically referring to it and talking about the Lakers and you know uh, some explicitives that we can't say on the podcast. But this whole situation, I'm not surprised by it. I think it's kind of, you're right. It's funny. It's funny that this would happen to the Clippers franchise of all franchises. And uh, it's pretty serious, Ben, like the penalty, if they do get caught with a uh, cap circumvention, they're, they're at subject to get people fired, give forfeit a bunch of more future draft picks, maybe forfeit the Kawhi Leonard contract. So there's some serious repercussions. To this. Yeah, no, a thousand percent in the past when there was a issue of cap circumvention, this was infamous for Kevin Garnett's time with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I believe it was, the name was Joe Smith, a guy that they picked up and uh, they signed him for a minimum for three years so they can 
end up they he was a player up and coming star player for the Warriors. He ended up not even being that good, but he signed a couple a few years minimum deal with the Timberwolves so then they could give him a massive contract at the back end of it cuz they'd have his rights. So that was a one case of cap circumvention and that sort of really just derailed that the chances of the Minnesota Timberwolves becoming a decent franchise. In that time they had to give a they they were fined 3.5 million dollars at first which wouldn't be that bad for an ownership today, but I'm sure that number would be a lot more inflated in 2020 or 2021, whenever this would happen. But they also had to lose three first-round picks. They were just completely voided, and they also had to uh, they had to just get rid of the deal. They had to cut off the contract with the player they signed. So if something yep. like that were to happen, and they suspended their GM, Kevin Mah- yep. McHale. Yeah. So there was a lot of stuff that went down with that. So if even something remotely similar happens to Clippers. They have to lose some draft picks. That's a team that already gave up a bunch to acquire Paul George. They might not have a pick for the next decade. And, you know, they they gave all their money to pay Paul George subsequently after his brutal (laughs) performance last year on the team. So, yeah. So that could really handcuff their future. And maybe in the worst case scenario for that team, they have to cut the Kawhi Leonard contract and he wouldn't be able to re-sign with that team. I don't know if the league would do that, especially with how much they have invested in the sort of L.A. versus L.A. rivalry. But what do you think that sort of means for Kawhi Leonard? And this just this is exactly what would happen to a Toronto Raptors player that enters free agency. That's all I have to say about that. Then there's a reason there's big smiles on our face, <laughs> big smirks. We're gloating. We are mm-hmm. actually being very petty about this whole thing because... We hate the Clippers. We hate that franchise. They're coming in. They're taking our superstar player. We knew he was a rental. He did not need to sign with Toronto. Everybody knows he didn't commit. He never did anything wrong. But it still stung when he left for LA. But then, obviously, we broke down the full story or everything about how the Serge Ibaka signing went down. And I'm still bitter about that. We, At the end of the day, we didn't offer him two years, but we offered him more money. He accepted less to go Mm -hmm. to the Clippers of all teams. And then that whole composition of their team last year was just all goons. And guys, you just... It's hard to watch. It's hard to support them. Patrick Beverly, Lou and they're Williams. not that good. That was the no, thing. <laughs> Michael Green out there scrapping like they're Montrezl Harrell like saying stuff to Luka Doncic. Like they're just a, they're just not fun to support. But I think you hit the nail on the head, Ben. I, it's not going to be that serious for them because they are so heavily invested on the NBA and having super teams in the big cities. That's I, I think that's ultimately how it's going to play out. But see, the interesting thing, Riker, is the NBA has been known, they've made it known, they're trying to crack down on the tampering sort of stuff, especially with the just influx and wave that it's had taken over the NBA, really, it seems like over the past five years. And this is serious stuff. And Kawhi Leonard, uh, what's his name, Uncle Dennis, there was rumors came out that he was asking Toronto Raptors ownership for, after the fact, that he was uh, asking for potential ownership with MLSE, which obviously is a multinational company. It's huge. They own the Leafs. They own a bunch of stuff owned by Bell and Rogers. So they're asking for that stuff. They're asking for special perks. We've seen stuff sort of happen just on the sort of front lines with the LA Clippers. Kawhi doesn't even live in LA, lives two hours outside. So they'd be holding private jets for him. He, he's got a lot of stuff sort of he asked for, a lot of stuff that actually followed through that isn't illegal. And the Lakers were at the top of his list, and uh, the Toronto Raptors were a team that he knew he could potentially stay to because we won a championship. And he did bring up that he was interested in staying. It was a tough decision. So the Clippers obviously being the worst team out of the three, the worst 
franchise, obviously, roster and franchise and history and all that sort of stuff, worst labels, they really had to market themselves to land Kawhi Leonard. And where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's stuff that isn't illegal, that's super a bit shady and stuff. And now that it's it's come out that they're being investigated for it, if it's something substantial, Riker, I don't know if this... If the league would sort of hold back on it, even as you said, as we both brought up, they're a super team. And what, and, you know, the, the league, anything could happen in the NBA. Things could turn sideways. Yeah, but let me interject. Let me interject. Let me interject. Okay. What is the point of anti tampering? Well, not having owners be able to pay people under the table to take away from yeah, other why? markets. Why? Why? Because ultimately, that rule is set in place so that there can be a sense of parity in the league, among other things, among why you're able to have bird rights to a player after having them on your team a certain amount of time and why a player you draft you can offer more money to. And that's the reason that Giannis is ultimately in a position to stay in Milwaukee. Like, no free agent is ever going to go there, and now they're poised pretty well. But then, as much as they talk about wanting to have the teams as even as possible, what happened to ratings when the Toronto Raptors made the finals two seasons ago? It was, I'm pretty sure, the least viewership in recent NBA history, worst ratings, just because it's not a popular team, and especially with it being in Canada. I mean, I'm not diminishing how important that series was for Toronto fans, but that's just the way well, it is. It's American ratings, well, like ESPN happened... and those sorts of stuff, not not overall ratings like Canada and stuff. Yeah, and then what happened to overall ratings during the bubble? even lower. I'm pretty sure it was the worst ratings of all time in the NBA and like modern history for NBA you know they're they're desperate to bring back viewership in a in a season now where it's going to be heavily impacted by having reduced to no fans having to pay way more money in sanitation etc um you know they're they're going to be hurting they took a major hit to their revenues because of everything that's happened um both you know like externally and then also within the league and not having those super teams and you know, injuries to the golden state warriors etc so i think at the end of the day as much as they say they want the league to be balanced they much prefer a couple of big teams that any bandwagon person can say oh i know that name and, and watch that team yeah and i see where you're coming from with that but the point is if this is bad if there's multi-millions dollar things happening under the table for Kawhi leonard right now that happened in that offseason Regardless of what the NBA wants to do, other teams are not going to be okay with that. And obviously, Adam Silver's a guy that has, he's employed by the other owners. He's employed by the board of directors. So he's going to be in a position where he'd have to do something serious. And the precedent would be him cutting Kawhi Leonard in that situation and the pick stuff and all that stuff happening. So worst case, this is something that potentially could happen. And what could this mean for the NBA, for the Clippers and all that sort of stuff with Kawhi Leonard leaving? And most importantly, because we're the Raptors Digest, could this mean Kawhi Leonard would be a free agent this soon if this was implemented and wouldn't be able to return to the Clippers? And would you think he'd come back to the Raptors if he had no choice but to, if he had to leave the Clippers? Um, okay, first of all, I'm going to make my stance very clear. I Again, I think that they're going to yep. be a little bit slack on penalties or repercussions because they don't want to split up one of the big market teams with that being said i think if they do go severe they're gonna they're going to go for a hurt later rather than a hurt now they're going to postpone the pain that they will inflict on the los angeles clippers as far down the road as possible maybe past the useful life of the career of Kawhi Leonard and paul george when it's not reasonably expected that they would have anybody that 
you know, would make the Clippers still relevant in the NBA. So I could see them being like, you have to forfeit all of your futures like six years from now, or, you know, I don't see them voiding Kawhi's contract. But if they did, <laughs> if they did, then, <laughs> could, could the Toronto Raptors be a landing place? I don't know. Maybe. Because if the Clippers can't re-sign him, it basically we're saying, is, is Toronto his second favorite destination? Yeah, like, I don't think he goes to the Lakers with LeBron and AD re-signing there and all that sort of stuff. And that sort of takes out the LA situation. Even though the, the Lakers were one of his top destinations at that point, they don't have the cap space right now. So I don't think the Clippers are, or the Lakers, sorry, are on the table. I look at other teams around the NBA and I look back to teams that were rumored for Kawhi Leonard when he was a free agent and the Nets were one of them. I don't think he goes to the Nets with, again, their cap situation and stuff. I don't think they'd be able to sign him. Uh, the Knicks were a team that was rumored, but there I don't think there I think that was just Knicks fans being Knicks fans at that point. So I, I'm not thinking the Knicks are an issue. Maybe another team could pop up, like the Heat or the Mavericks that were sort of maybe in the Giannis sweepstakes, but now that Giannis is off the board and we have to make a video about that as well. But I feel like the Raptors, with their cap space, with their championship pedigree, with that their prior relationship to Kawhi could potentially be a destination for him if they were to sort of cut him from the Clippers if they were forced to. Yeah, but when would the penalty happen? Would it would it come into effect next season so he basically becomes a free agent and he's not allowed to resign with the Clippers? Or would well, they might void his contract like midway through this yeah, year. Yeah, so if they voided his contract now, it, Raptors don't have cap space. Everybody's capped out right now. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe next offseason or something. This is a hypothetical world, Rick. <laughs> In a hypothetical world where non-hypothetically everybody is capped up, like you fill your roster spots and, uh, you know. Kawhi signs on the Raptors on the minimum. On the minimum. And we offer him three years at the minimum, then we get his bird rights. Yeah, and then yeah. we give him a max contract. Super max. And we'll put it in writing. <laughs> and you know what? We can sit around all day and say we would love to have Kawhi Leonard back because, of course, we would. I just think it's it's as far from... Mm-hmm. reality as is Alex Len becoming a good three-point shooter that's tough I was baited by an Instagram post shout out Alex Len though but or uh, as it's as far as what <laughs> far away as Matt Thomas becoming a bad three-point that's probably shooter. more more of a better analogy but I just look at the potential lineup of Kyle Lowry Fred Van Vliet Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam, and then OG at center, right? Having a prime now OG like we saw in the playoffs. I don't know. I I just would love to see that roster, love to see that squad. But I guess we'll end it off with a more realistic situation that obviously the Raptors were the team that lost Kawhi Leonard were sort of felt the brunt of this issue with tampering and all this under the table stuff. Maybe some of those picks would get transferred to the Toronto Raptors in the future. And I think that's as you said, the more realistic penalty that they'll receive. Maybe the Toronto Raptors will be the team that sort of get those picks, get sort of recompensated for those picks. Do you think that would be a pause, uh, a thing that could potentially happen with this team? And that would be huge for the Toronto Raptors because we know what we do in the draft with these guys and Malachi Flynn and stuff. Bring them on, Ben. Bring them on. Let, I would reap that reward any day of the week. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. We have the best... It seems like the Raptors have the best scouting and development staff in the entire NBA. So a draft pick is just a plus. And plus, we're not super active in trades. I know we've we've made a couple of big moves recently. Gasol, Serge, Gasol, Kawhi Surge. trade, obviously. Even Gravis Vasquez. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, okay, we actually are pretty active in trades. And what is one major key to trades is draft picks. So whether mm-hmm. we use them or trade them, it's just a positive thing yeah. to have. And if they're first, like I feel like our last first few first-round picks are Malachi, OG, Siakam, and I guess Siakam Pertle. But that's that's a high hit rate for that sort of... Don't say, and I guess, Yakub Pertle. We flip Yakub Pertle into Kawhi Leonard, so... True, true, true. true. Basically, basically Kawhi Leonard was our first-round pick. So they're very valuable for this Toronto Raptors team. We haven't had many of them the past couple years. It'd be nice if we could get them from the Clippers, but definitely a thing to watch. A thing to look out for if you're a Toronto Raptors fan. We're going to make a video on Giannis, but then this sort of news came up, and... We're sort of pushing off that sadness, that sadness of a video uh, coming soon. So, But you guys are the best to make this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Uh, check out the website. We're, we're trying to shout people out progressively that comment on that website over there. So, yeah, you guys are the best. Do you have any last words, Riker? Um, I'm, I'm starting a petition to get Jack Armstrong to make a full recorded holiday album. So if anybody wants to join in on that... Yo, let me know yo, down. Jack Armstrong's copied Cheers. my flow, bro. He's copied the long hair. People have been no, in the man. comment section out here, you know? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. Bro, it's a, it's a good look. Shout out, shout out Jack Armstrong. Anyways, peace out.